Well, we've got a huge few weeks, uh, particularly in two-year-old racing, of course, heading towards the Slipper. And we've got the Widden and Cannonbury this week as well. And it's great to have, uh, well, one half of a stable renown for their training of two-year-olds. Paul Snowden is joining us. Paul, a very good morning, mate. How are you? You know, how are you? Really well, thanks. And appreciate your time as always. You've got a huge Saturday ahead for your two-year-olds. Uh, firstly, I guess the Schnitzel Colt Menos is set to step out. How satisfied were you, Paul, with his most recent trial? Yeah, well, pretty satisfied with him. He's just probably not going to go around this week, that's all. Okay. But um, we'll save him for another day. But uh, you're right, he's a, he's a progressive type that's certainly shown a fair bit on up the trial stage. And I suppose the most important now is just getting ready uh, to sort of produce that on race day. Mm. What about sad day down there in the Blue Diamond? Preview, Paul. High octane at home's a court running first and second. You must have been pretty happy. Very happy. Uh, Loz, he, the winner, he's, he's only had one soft trial going into that, so he, we sort of, you know, had a fair idea sort of how much improvement you come out of it. Uh, home's a court. He's a, he's a lovely horse as well, but probably he just had a, a little bit more fitness under his belt, but just to see high octane do what he did, um, certainly, uh, you know, makes a, you know, a nice improvement off the back of that leading into the prelude um, in another, you know, week's time. Early in the season, we saw Fearless run fourth in the Breeders' Plate, was only beaten a length. How's he come on since? Really nice. Um, we sort of changed probably the, the complexion of, of the way how he'll handle himself on race day. Pretty much go back to his latest trial where he just settled back and was ridden with a touch conservative, but uh, found the line very, very well. So, um, you know, he'll be ridden accordingly on the weekend and look to him to be, you know, warming up late and hitting the line very strongly. I see you've got counter-offensive in for Caulfield or nom for Caulfield as well on Saturday. King of Rousseau uh, also has race experience as well, too, to watch. Yeah, King of Rousseau, he, he was good, solid to the line off the back of his last start effort. He's a horse that's very tough and continues to do well in the yard. He'll be accepting on the weekend counter-offensive, as you said. We're accepting both states, um, just lay out where we, where we think he's better placed. Uh, but off the back of that last trial, he ran very slick time. Last last sort of 600 was very fast. And he's a horse that probably didn't get to see the best of him in his original debut run. But um, he's certainly come back a much stronger, more mentally prepared horse. With the Phillies, La Roja, I see his nom for Canterbury on Friday, as well as the Widden. Uh, wave breaker, how forward are, the, are these two Phillies? Yeah, two nice Phillies. Um, I dare say... La Roche is probably just going to have one run and possibly go out in the paddock. So she's a horse that we really think a lot of. Um, just quite not ready yet to progress on to have a good, solid two-year-old campaign under her belt. But wherever she does step out, she will make a presence felt. Um, but I just think just looking after her and uh, just taking her one step at a time will definitely see you know, a better result that way. Uh, wave breaker, she'll definitely be accepting on the weekend in the Widen. Um, very nice filly. Got a good bit of attitude about her, but a good, definitely a lot of ability to go with it. So um, I think she's uh, she's a very strong chance there on the weekend. And in the first today at the Kenzo, I see you've got a couple of colts running around in the two-year-old race early. Yeah, both nice horses. They're, they're sort of horses that are definitely going to appreciate extended trip at 12.50 there today. Um, whatever they do, they will improve on, but I think they're well-placed. It doesn't seem to be a massive aggressive tempo on paper even though they're, they're the first start, they can just sort of lay up off good draws, both of them boys, and hopefully be strong late. Um, they've got a good future, and hopefully they can run well today. you just got to knock off Matt Damon, though. <laughs> uh, surely. Yeah. Crucial. We don't want to 
when I was full of party, but you know what? <laughs> it is what it is. You've got to do your best to get it. Tell us, Paul, what, what goes into a decision as to whether to take, I guess, the Melbourne path or the Sydney path when it comes to these two-year-olds? At what point do you sort of map this out and, and sort of make a decision as to why a horse should go that way as opposed to the other? Obviously, you're, you're guided on sort of you know what you're seeing at home and, and things like that as far as ability aspect goes. But all our two-year-olds, they have their pretty much their second or third preparation down in our Victorian stable, so it's not a, as if it's a foreign thing to them. Um, they, they'll go down there, and that's, for that reason, they go down there, they slot into the system, they know the environment. It just makes an easier transition. Um, knowing this horse and what he can cope with, as far as we're talking about counter-offensive on the weekend, he's already had... Uh, initial racing preparation so it's not as if he's going down there he doesn't know what to expect um, he, he's got some good racing mannerisms around him to to probably you know 80% chance he'll do most things right um, and that won't be an excuse of how he how he runs um, on the weekend if we do decide to go so yeah, there's a fair bit that goes into it but there's a there's a fair bit of background that's been put into them to get to this this far in, in, their, in their sort of when we do produce them on race day. No name on this text message, so I'm assuming this might be an owner, Paul. Uh, hey, boys, can you please ask Paul about, is it Densetsu? Densetsu, yeah. She raced, he raced a little bit upside down at Kimber first up. He was a little bit aggressive and just getting upside down. So you go back to, he was at 1,200 metres, I think, from memory. So he'll drop back to 1,100 where it's a little bit more tempo. Get back to his normal racing style, we can just relax and finish off late. Give us another horse in the stable, Paul, to keep an eye on this autumn. Um, good question. I've got a lot, lot of young horses coming through, pretty much unexposed three-year-olds here, the truth that have, okay. that take some natural progression. Um, I love the filly. She's a two-year-old. She's a half-two Russian conquest in Sakima. I think she's, um, she's very smart, so... I mean, she's probably one that, that could sort of, um, you know, blend in late in the two-year-old season and, and maybe, you know, carry on with up into Brisbane. She might be uh, one of those fillies. Okay. You mentioned your Colts today in the first, uh, even flow and Zealousy. You've got, uh, is it Zadaki in race four as well? What, what's your best chance, do you think, there today? Oh, Zadaki's, uh, he's, a, he's been unlucky and probably frustrating on a few times for, uh, for punters. He's gone out uh, with that favouritism tag a couple of times, but... Um, hopefully we can get the job done with him today. It was just a little, they, they got up around him very quickly the other day and he just got caught him off the guard, but he was still strong for the line and so hopefully we might be able to take up a forward spot and control things and hopefully, uh, you know, today's his day. Hope it's a good few weeks for you, Paul. Appreciate it. See you, mate. Thank you.